Hello, welcome to Locked on Sharks, the premier hockey podcast of your favorite tanking team in the Bay Area. On today's episode, I have uh, Patrick Bexel on to discuss one Axel Sandin Pelica. So we get into the potentially best defenseman in the draft class, and we throw around a very, very lofty comparison. So all that and more on today's episode of Locked on Sharks. Your Locked On Sharks, your daily podcast on the San Jose Sharks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, J.D. Young, contributor at Fear the Fin. RIP and San Jose Hockey Now. I want to thank you for making Locked On Sharks. We cover your team every day. Your first listen, you can watch us on YouTube or listen wherever you get podcasts. And today, um, we discuss arguably the best defenseman in this year's draft class. Um, throw around an Eric Carlson comparison, not just one, multiple uh, Eric Carlson comparisons. And Patrick also has a great Eric Carlson story at the end of the episode. Um, before we get into it, though, do want to give you a little uh, preview about Axel Sandin Pelica. Didn't get to do this w- with um, Patrick, so I wanted to kind of do it right now. So, Axel Sandin Pelica, defenseman, uh, plays in Skeleta, uh, which was um, that's where one Strauss man played. Anyway, five foot 11, 181 pounds, 22 games. Uh, when we recorded this, at least he had 22 games, two goals, three assists with 16 shots on goal. That's in the SHL. So, again, numbers don't look gaudy, but SHL as a, uh, hasn't even been drafted yet type of, of, of person. So, um, so yeah, we, we discuss one uh, Sandine Pelica, talk about his strengths, weaknesses, uh, what makes him so special. So, uh, enjoy. And now we bring in uh, Patrick Bexel of Eyes of the Prize for now, continuing. Well, we, we get to keep the IP, so we get it's to fine. Keep, <laughs> yes. Um, to, to talk about Axel Sandin Pelica, probably maybe the best defenseman in this draft class. So let's start there. What makes him the best defenseman in this draft class? I think we saw a preview uh, during the World Juniors, and most of us saw that. And, and what really stood out for me wasn't maybe the – the, the puck moving and the, the passing and getting you know all those power play minutes and all that uh, for me what really stood out was the fact that he was trusted and he he got more and more time on ice with every game he got more important time on ice with every game uh, heavily the coach he just tossed him out there and we have this saying in Sweden, you give him the little finger and he takes the whole hand. And, and uh, it's exactly what uh, Sandin Pelika and uh, Montreal draft prospect uh, uh, Engstrom also did. Uh, they sort of were the two revelations in the blue line for Sweden this this World Juniors. Engstrom obviously in his last and uh, Sandin Pelika in his first. Maybe he's last, but I'm, I'm relatively sure he will be on the next one two years mm-hmm. from now. I doubt, though. <laughs> But we'll come to that later with his progression. But yeah, it's uh, the puck moving ability, the skating, the hockey IQ. It all stands out. And uh, I'm sure that for many, um, they are tossing. This is a guy that has risen through the draft all year since Linka tournament. And um, I think the 
most of us that are sort of into the draft profiles already, we are seeing that he's going to go into the top 10 and, and, and stay there. Um, for the main fans and for the main observers of hockey, I think the, it, it comes down to people will see him in the world, underworld, under 18 mm-hmm. worlds, and they will figure out that, yeah, he's probably the best draft guy in this class and, or this the guy in this draft. So you you mentioned like his kind of skating, his puck moving and, and stuff like that. Um, what is do you think is his most NHL translatable skill for him? So that's going to be like the one thing when he gets to NHL that he can fall back on. This is going to be the thing. Skating will be his his and and hockey IQ, passing mm-hmm. lanes, finding those lanes, creating that space. That is which, which you know he has the hockey IQ, but he also has the skating to to use it at that high level at that pace. Uh, I spoke to his uh, his coach on Tuesday, and he couldn't stop speaking about him more or less. And uh, comparisons, because I've compared him, I'll be honest, I compared him with uh, with Philip Broberg a little bit. Skating mm-hmm. guy, same team, um, same kind of physique, and I see a similar kind of development pattern as well. But uh, uh, Robert Olson, Robert Olson, a coach I really, really trust, and uh, I, I have an high regard um he just shot that out of, of the air and said you know he's an eric carlson kind of player oh i can see that and you don't take that lightly and he has he's been on he didn't coach eric carlson but he has seen eric carlson during the summers in gothenburg when carlson mm-hmm. was was practicing he's had close contact with eric carlson and he compared him with another friend player as well john klingberg Mm-hmm. Which might be maybe more relative because there will only be one Car- Eric Carlson in our lifetime, I guess. <laughs> I mean, John Klingberg is not a. I mean, that, that, that's a pretty good comparison as well. You know, getting a. I think player. John Klingberg is maybe the bottom, whereas Carlson, Carlson. might be the top, and, and we'll figure out where he ends up. Probably somewhere in between. But two awesome NHL defenders. So. What is the kind of going to be the one thing that he needs to kind of work on and continue to progress as he makes his way, continuing the SHL and then eventually jumps over to to the NHL? What's that the one thing that that I mean it's lacking right now? It, it, the, the one thing that always comes with these players playing in a pro league, and and let's be honest here and and let's start with that. He's got twenty two games with Colectio this year. You got twenty two ga- twenty three games in the under twenty season uh, or twenty um, team this year. He doesn't travel with the long... They've been on a road trip for a week. Mm-hmm. And uh, he doesn't travel on those because he got school. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's part of it. But also, um, he needs to... He, he's in puberty, uh, something that that the coach said. He, he's late into puberty. Mm-hmm. And he needs to develop that physique. It yep. comes down to that. Uh, to, to be able to stand up against those hard four checkers and and holding players off when he goes on his um, alternative routes, maybe we should say, or, or, or in the offensive zone, I think it comes down to that. It's that's where he really shines, and 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 he needs to build up that. He needs those couple of kilos, ten pounds, mm-hmm. something like that, five kilos, something like that, maybe more. Um, build up and, and build it up correctly. Build up the core, build up the legs. Don't go overboard with the shoulders. 
and, <laughs> and, and lower your center of gravity. Like, yep. like, let's keep it low. Let's let's be stable on those uh, legs. Something he is. Um, he's skating fantastic, obviously. But but yeah, he needs to build up the physique. He got the hockey IQ. He got the vision. He got the skills with the puck. He got the skills without the puck. I, I have it here in my notes, and, and I've actually prepared quite well. And and uh, for once, uh, <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, you know, we've seen similar kind of plays in NHL now, where you, where, as in Europe, where you activate the the defenders much more, mm-hmm. and and they've sort of become forwards. Um, and you you overload on one side, create an opening on the completely opposite side where someone and you 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 create a counting error, a little bit like handball or basketball. Mm-hmm. You run a set play, and and um, I can see him being part of that kind of, of hockey player and running that kind of play. You, the, the guy you want to have the puck on this last pass to cross ice. I, I see him there. Um, I have no problem seeing him going that way. The question is, will you know? You need to be smart about it. Uh, I spoke with Locked On on uh, um, the Blue Jackets with Jay today as well, and fair play to him. I'm sorry I, I hadn't watched Pelica too much before we did ours, but we did Carlson, obviously. And and uh, you look at it, and uh, we kept coming back to Morris Sider. Mm. And and you want some kind of similar development for for something Pelica. Uh, obviously, it was the COVID season, so he went back to Europe and got another year. Yeah, and he he was arguably one of the best, if not the best, SHL defender I've seen in my lifetime as mm. a nineteen-year-old or twenty-year-old. Uh, he was outstanding, and that is the kind of development you want. And look, then he comes over and he he. He wins the caller. You know, <laughs> he, he is the best rookie of, of and you rather have that than, than you know, wait another year, maybe two yep. years. I mean, we'll look at Owen Power. Everyone was like, Why should he go back? He went first overall. Same there. Yep. Give him that year. He comes in, he becomes that player that you want right from the get-go rather than develop him in the NHL. And NHL isn't a development league. We've seen that. Over and over again, we see it with Shane Wright. We've seen it with, uh, you know, Bujiericek and Nimec has, has played in AHL. And mm-hmm. let's be honest, as a Montreal Canadian fan, I think that uh, Slavkovsky should have as well. Yeah, I mean, we're we, we are watching, you know, William Eklund kind mm-hmm. of going same thing, right? Played in the SHL, got a taste of taste of the NHL last season, um, and now he's you know playing the AHL and he's he's dominating. And you're seeing kind of what what Eklund could be or just right in our own backyard type of uh, situation. So mm-hmm. I right, guess before we continue uh, with Axel Sandin Pelica, you know, continue to kind of figure out where he would fit in the Sharks prospect pool, uh, what type of player the Sharks would be getting if they drafted him. Um, do want to let you guys know about our friends over at Built Bar. If you're looking for a delicious treat, but don't want all the fat and calories and you've got to try Built Bar. You made it through the holidays. I know right now it's easy to start kind of sliding back in your ways after uh, New Year's resolutions, but Built Bar is a healthy uh, snack that tastes great. You know why they're so great? Because each one's covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate, and they come in amazing flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, coconut almond, and amazing thing only 130 calories, four grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. And if you're like me and you hate waiting for stuff, you can have it at Walmart. Or Sam's Club and pick up a box today. At Walmart, they have a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. 
or if you have a Sam's Club near you, run in, grab a 13-bar box of their hit flavors, brownie batter, and churro. They'll thank me later. Or check out Built.com. They have new flavors arriving all the time. I like the variety pack. That way you get a little bit of everything. So if you're kind of feeling like one flavor one day, another flavor on the next day, they have you covered there. So check out Built Bar at Built.com, Walmart, or Sam's Club today. You bring up Carlson, uh, which is, of course, a big name. Sharks fans, we, we know this, right? Um, He's even bigger in where, where I grew up, you know. <laughs> I, I, I can kind of assume that, you know. Uh, I, I assume that he's, you know, a little bit, you know, household name over there. But you and you talked about the, the activations, right? You see that with Carlson this year. I think that's been one of the kind of the big reasons for the renaissance season for Carlson this year is his ability to just, here, you, you do everything, Carlson, and we're going to trust you to make all the right passes. If Alex Sandin Pelica can be like 90% Eric Carlson, you're getting an you outstanding <laughs> you're getting an outstanding player, right? Like that that's what you that's the hope is that you you let him draft, you you draft him, you let him develop, and you're getting an Eric Carlson 2.0, right? And, that's and the you, hope. You, you saw that with Cider as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, a team really liked Cider. I think Cider was supposed to go around 12, 15. Uh, I think we were in Montreal thinking he we might be able to get him at 15. Obviously, he went at sixth. Yeah, everyone was and, like, "What's going on?" And yeah, and, and was ready. It started <laughs> the it started the that defensive kind of mm-hmm. frenzy uh, in that draft, which made a certain Cole Caulfield end up at 15 instead. So you know, I don't complain. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but Cole Caulfield's pretty sweet too. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. I, I do love Cole Caulfield. It's a great uh, consideration price. <laughs> yes, this this draft feels like a lot of. We'll get into the draft a little bit more, but this draft does feel like a lot of amazing consolation prizes if you don't yeah. get Bedard or Fantilli, et cetera, et cetera. But um, of course, you know, with with Eric Carlson, I, I keep I hate Brie, keep comparing to Eric Carlson, but like we know Carlson is otherworldly offensive and he defense is not his game you know how about with sandine pelica like is he going to be a, a i don't want to say like a shutdown defenseman or is like what type of actual defensive <laughs> defenseman is he going to be uh, if, if you use him as a shutdown defender you're probably not coaching the <laughs> nhl or, or maybe you are coaching the nhl but <laughs> uh, that was not a dig at tortella i'm, I'm sorry man no you're fine i'm <laughs> that was no, but but uh you know, uh, you, you've done something wrong if you if you're using him mm-hmm. uh, for his defense. He will be good. I think he will be like Eric Carlson. You know, you or Darlene or, or or you know these kind of even Klingberg. You know, when he was with Hayskin and he that was fantastic season for him. You, you look at those, and then Hayskin took over his role, and he couldn't adapt really. Um, and and you need to find the complement to him. Yeah. Uh, yep. Sandin Pelica will be like Eric Carlson or Klingberg, a a uh, um, a cornerstone, really. I think for, for defensively or, or as a mm-hmm. defender, I don't think he will be there a cornerstone like Shea Weber defensively and on the power play. I think he will be there because of his offense, because of creating those spaces, faking on the blue line, setting up the power play. He's a great QB on on on, on the power play as well. You. you there will be lapses, just like with Eric Carlson, just like with Darlene, just yep. with Hayes Cannon at certain points as well. I love Hayes Cannon, so <laughs> I don't want to downgrade him too much. But but you sort of expect that because if you if you rate his plus minus at the end, he's going to be way over on plus. 
Yeah, and my, I've always said defenses for nerds go score goals. Uh, like, right, your best defense for like Eric Carlson and, and players like this, your best defense is keeping the puck out of your own zone, right? You are yeah. you're keeping you're making the other team have to work. And yes, Eric Carlson makes lapses. He tries to do sometimes he knows he's the best player on the ice and he tries to do things that the best player on the ice tries to do. And sometimes it doesn't work out for him, but 99% of the time he's going to be able to pull it off. And you, yeah. you, you live with the, the errors here and there. So I love how this has just become an Eric Carlson talk, uh, this whole thing, but. <laughs> well, you know, when, when the coach compares him to Eric Carlson. When the coach compares him to Eric Carlson, yeah, that wasn't us bringing it up. That was his coach. So. And, and um, you'll hear the full interview with, with Robert Olson on, on our podcast at Ice on the Prize next week. I think it will come out. So that'll be because this has kind of come out. Time is a weird thing. You'll be able yeah. to hear it. If you haven't heard it already, go and check it out with, with uh, Patrick. So, um, all right, I have to ask. So with, with the Sharks, you know, they're, they're, they've been working on trying to build up their pipeline, right? You know, we've, we've gotten guys like Eklund and Bortolo, and, you know, you mm-hmm. feel like you have a lot of pretty solid prospects. We don't have that kind of crown jewel prospect, that like A++ guy that you can point to and be like, this guy's going to be a superstar. If the Sharks draft uh, Alex Sandin Pelico, I mean, I know they're right now, they're, uh, I think they're fourth in the, the old take a thon standings. Mm-hmm. Maybe they start winning some games. Pelico starts continuing his rise. If, if the Sharks end up getting Pelico, um, Sandin Pelico, where, where do you think he fits in with their pro, their kind of their pool? I'm, I'm not that. I, I've studied Sandin Pelico, but he will be that kind of player you build your pool around. I think mm-hmm. you 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 look at it from from different and it goes into I rather see him stay another year in and and I, I was gonna look into this before the, the podcast and, and the or vodcast. Uh I don't know how much travel there is in NHL on your end or uh, on your side of, of <laughs> I know it's quite a bit for, for Laval. Um I think you know it's it's shorter travel within Sweden. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of it going on over over airplane or, or you travel by air, mm-hmm. uh, especially from Colleftio, which is one of the northern clubs. Um, so it will give him more time to recover. The games are more spread out over the the week as well. You give him more time to recover, more time to build up that physique that he needs to build up. He will get an extended look on 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 you know the first pairing run the power play he will get those kind of minutes that he needs yeah it's easier for a defender in many ways to go to a smaller rink than go to a bigger rink Hmm. Um, you have to remember that as well because in a i've spoken with some of the north americans coming here and they say it's much more difficult as a defender to come here because you end up further away from the net and the angles are just way different yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and and you go deeper into the corner and suddenly you left someone open in front of the net. So I think it it it's it sort of, you know, you don't have to rush him to get used to the smaller ice or or, or something like that. He he will get that as well. The pace will go up, but but he will understand the game at that point, and he will be more mature and more more able to handle it. I think. Um, so don't rush him over. Mm-hmm. Uh, give him another year. Maybe give him one year in AHL or like Eric Carlson was here another year and and. Then had what fifteen games <laughs> in AHL before he, he he went into the NHL and you know he proved it, like with my hockey IQ with my skills I can do this and and they never let go you know you 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 ride that 
that player to, to the ground and Ottawa certainly did and <laughs> single-handedly he almost took them to a cup you know it's it's yep. incredible um but yeah he, he he will become the crown jewel as you put it but he will also he will need the development it's not again you look at own power he coming in yep. after a year that's very smart development and not pushing it by by buffalo as well it's, yep. it's very smart i mean we've seen that too with mike rear right like he's yep. been very very patient in cider yeah, you know, and yeah, mm-hmm. Mike has been very patient with his, mm-hmm. you know, Eklund hasn't even played mm-hmm. in the NHL yet this year. Borlo hasn't played in the NHL. Oh. Like, he, it seems like he's going to be very, very patient. And Eklund was, was sent back to Sweden for a bit. Sent back well, to Sweden, and, yeah. you know, and I, I think uh, Eklund could be helping the Sharks team right now, um, you know, as somebody You don't want to get help now, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to get help now. There's, there's the, I'm, I'm always balancing the, I just want to watch Eklund play in the NHL with Eric Carlson and go do fun stuff this year. Uh, but I also really, really want to like top three pick in the draft this year as well too. So um, yeah, so hopefully next year, but um, so it sounds like a year, two years. And then that kind of third year from now is when we see, start to see Sandy and Pelican make an impact in the NHL. That's kind of your, yeah, your timeline I, for him. Yeah. That's what I would think. I, I think that's the, probably the best, way of looking at it and 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 to make sure that he succeeds it's not yeah. about you know keeping him in sweden so i can watch him more or anything it's about you want a player to succeed. stop being so selfish patrick <laughs> yeah indeed uh, no it's it's about making that player succeed and, and getting the most bang for your buck in a way yep makes sense all right, before we finish up, uh, we'll talk some bigger draft stuff, talk uh, an amazing, amazing Eric Carlson story. Um, do want to take a quick break, talk to you guys about our friends over at Athletic Greens. Um, right now, you know, you're trying to get better gut health. You want to optimize your immune system. You need more energy. Athletic Greens is here to help. One scoop of the delicious AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, and aptogens to help start your day right. Scoop, water, shake it up, drink it before you have your morning coffee, and you are good to go. Um, Great thing about it, less than $3 a day, investing in your health. It's cheaper than going to the store and buying all the supplements yourself, investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. They have over 7,000 five-star reviews were recommended by professional athletes and trusted by leading health experts. So they're going to make it super, super easy for you right now. Um, go to athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to gain one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs. Weather's going to start to get better here. You're going to start to travel. You just little nice little packs. You're good to go. Um, all you do is have to visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance all right let's get to some bigger draft uh talk here so we we kind of hinted at it where this year does feel like the best of all constellation prizes right if you don't get bedard you get fantilly if you don't get fantilly you can get like carlson um we were kind of talking about beforehand your your thoughts on on Michkov, who i just did my profile with sam sam's been rising on him Michkov, uh, what are your thoughts? Do you think he might slide? It, it, I think he will slide. I spoke mm-hmm. to some pro scouts this uh, uh, this week as well. Uh, but I think he will slide. Unfortunately, not due to his own performance. But, you know, uh, well, he signed a very long contract. That's on him. But <laughs> but in, in other ways, you know, the Russia-Ukraine war, um, 
but but mostly I think he will slide because of that contract. It's, yeah, I mean, it's on, the, I think it's time. until twenty six or, or four. I think twenty five, twenty six. Yeah, twenty five, twenty six. So so you get him at you know start of the twenty six, twenty seventh season, and that's a long way to wait. And there's not you know not all teams can wait that long, and and that's Anaheim will be able to, but Montreal won't. That's yeah. an example. Uh, you, you have to look at it from that point. I'm not sure about, you know, maybe you can wait, uh, but but it's going to be that kind of... And the problem is also, you don't have the right to talk to him. Yeah. That is probably what... When, when you talk about the Russian factor and contract situations, you have to consider that, that it's... You are not allowed to go to Moscow and talk to him. Like you mm. can go to Stockholm and talk to someone or Helsinki or, or Turku or... or any other team, you know, but you can't go to Russia. You can't go to St. Petersburg. You can't go. Well, you can't get to St. Petersburg or, or Moscow or not right now anyway, but, but, but I think that is what makes him slide. And then you're going to get him. Okay. Panarin wasn't, you know, uh, drafted, uh, Caprizov was, um, but you, you, you're looking to those kind of players. Tarasenko was a similar kind of way guy. Mm. He, he, he was there for a couple of years. Um, was it in Vancouver? Uh, Put Colson, same thing, you know. And and out of those four, you have Put Colson. That is probably the worst. But yeah. you know, he needs time to adjust as well. Let's be honest. Mishkov was number one or two on on most people's draft list last year. Yep. Before he signed the contract and before the invasion, uh, you know, he made his national senior national team debut against Sweden in Stockholm, and I was with all the scouts watching the Honor Twenty tournament in 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 Engelholm, where Rögle plays, and um, the four nations there, and everyone stood around my computer watching the uh, Michigan goal that he scores on his debut in <laughs> in, in in his senior year. It's 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 incredible, you know. Like yeah. he's, I think when you look at Mechkov. You, and, and this is also m- might be a reasoning to 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 why he might fall is that his ceiling is so high, but his yeah. floor could be very low. And 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 you think about it, what what speaks for Mitchkov though, and I, I'm with I'm Sam is a great guy, so I'm never gonna you know second guess him. He's also Abs fan, so you know he's okay, <laughs> right? Stick, we, we have to stick together. <laughs> yes, uh, but. Uh, Looking what he has done in Saki, arguably mm-hmm. one of the worst teams in, in KHL, and what he's doing there, you know, people will probably rank him higher again. Mm-hmm. So he will have this sinus curve in his development where he started from, you know, going going toe-to-toe with Bedard. Yeah. And and then you miss some... Uh, you, you, with Mishkov, you also miss some kind of, of evaluation because they weren't part of the under-20 this year. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, who, which guy, which are some of the other kind of Swedish guys that you're really excited about this year? I mean, we know Carlson. Um, again, if you don't get Fantilli or you don't get Bedard, Carlson feels Carlson. like a, you get Carlson, who's, <laughs> you know, uh, seems like uh, he'd be the number one pick in several drafts, uh, recent drafts. But who are some of the other Swedish guys that you're excited about? Otto Stenborg is there. Uh, Fremda guy. Fremda has a couple of them. Uh, Born scored two goals on Tuesday. Former student of mine, mm. uh, which also makes it always funny in that regard. Uh, what is it more? Um, 
yeah, there are a few, but those are, you know, close to home and, and you're looking at it that way. Um, what I do like this year is that looking at the draft lists, there are more suites spread out. It's not like you had the Hugh Gordon line last year. Yep. Uh, you had, uh, before that, it was a couple of guys from Ferland every year, et cetera, et cetera. And, and right now, it's they're more evenly spread out over, over the clubs. And it also speaks, I think, to the development within within you know Sweden and, and hockey, and um, you, you see it a lot of youngsters going to regular right now for development after the draft, and uh, they they won't get time on on the SHL team because there are too many there already. So mm. you know it's 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 it makes sense that they go to different clubs now, and and I think it will be benefit Sweden long term. Um, but yeah, for me, I'm we're still in the dread in in the trade deadline gotcha. time zone for 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 eyes on the price. So I'm jumping in and doing these <laughs> as a previews for myself, more or less. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Well, f- to finish off though, I, I need to say that uh, speaking about Eric Carlson and, and I was gonna say yeah, you have a good in. Eric Carlson story. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And um, you know, before the World Cup in 2016, I was here in, in Gothenburg and he was practicing with Frelmas pro team. Mm-hmm. And everyone was arguably, it was Henrik Lundqvist and Eric Carlson was on the ice. And, you know, these are SHL players, some of them young, some of them old, but everyone was having a little bit of a, you know, fangirl moment or fanboy <laughs> moment. And and uh, it was it was glorious. And and uh, Runberg, the coach of Frelmas, still the coach of Frelmas, he was pissed. Like he was really pissed with how people were how how they were playing, and then Eric Carlson just took the puck and he just skated off with it, and he created this one chance from out of nothing, and he looked like he wasn't even trying. trying. Yeah. yeah, and then you hear all over the ice, and and I'm you have to bleep this, I think. That's fine. That's fine. We'll bleep it. It's so easy. It's so fucking easy to play hockey, isn't it, Eric? <laughs> All over, and everyone was just like, "Yeah, we we all saw that. You don't have to be an NHL or SHL coach to see it. It was just that easy. <laughs> it's just that easy for him. Yeah, I mean, we're, and, we're and, seeing it again this year. It's it's such a treat to watch him. Yeah, and it year. is it, it is great. After what all everything that he went through and has gone through, and the way he 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 behaves here over the summers, and you know you, you know which car is his on the, on the parking <laughs> lot but and and he could obviously he could afford and and the company that gives it to him every summer yeah. could pay the fines but he has like five uh, month uh, five monthly tickets in the in the window his parents his girlfriends or, or like his friends his yeah. practice places and stuff like that and he's right i'm going to make I'm going to make right for myself and you know no one is going to pay my fines or anything this is me and I'm doing it the right way and he's a great guy all right I'll get you out of here on these two questions so back to Sandy and Pelica um where I know it's we're middle of February where does he go in the draft you think what spot fifth to eighth fifth to eighth that's yeah. right in Sharks territory. Couple win a couple yeah. games here. Montreal continues to to, to crater. Uh, yeah. So okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think I think because of the a very good world uh, under eighteen worlds, and then and he's uh, the only defenseman too. So yeah, he is the only defenseman, and you know we saw it with Cider. We saw it with with. Uh, Casper as well. I was high on Casper, and mm-hmm. I, I know I got some stick for it before the draft. But I could. So I, I, the Red Wings are going to draft him somehow. Uh, I hate this. 
they're, they're going to trade someone at the deadline that ends up being that pick, the lottery pick. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're just going to have uh, Cider and Sandine Pellico for the next like 15 years. That's going to yeah. be great. Yeah. But and and Edvinson, that's a uh, monster. Oh yeah, and I forgot about Edvinson to- too. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then uh, last question. So five years from now, I'm still doing this podcast. Uh, who is the best non-Connor Bedard player in the draft? Oh, that's a tough one. I'm, I'm going to go with it, though. I'm gonna. I, I have to say because I have a, um, I have a thing for Russians. I do, and uh, so I'm going to say because I think a lot of them will be very, very good cornerstones, mm-hmm. but Mitchkov could be that superstar. You're going after the slander. You're going. You're turning. Yeah, back. but I, mean, I think, as I said, I think his floor is very low, and, and but, then but, you, yeah, but yeah. his ceiling is so high. Okay. And then also, it, it is not because of Mitchkov is being bad. I think it's because the Russian factor, which I described maybe more as a, you know, contract situation rather yep, than, yep, yep. than than a Russian factor. Uh, I think it's partly that. But the team that can wait for Mitchkov, they might, you know, rake the whole thing in at the end. <laughs> Patrick, thank you so much. Uh, where can the people find you? Well, you see it here. Uh, Seb underscore Habs uh, will be at Habs Eyes on the Prize or Eyes on the Prize for, for the foreseeable future. Uh, we'll work it out and uh, we'll come back stronger and maybe in a way more fun because it's it's going to be ourselves running it. No corporate overlords. Uh, yes. <laughs> so um, thank you so much, buddy. I uh, can't wait to talk to you again. Uh, enjoy Sweden and enjoy your, your trade deadline. Enjoy the trade deadline here, buddy. So. Yeah, well, you're being set up as well with Carlson on on such a chair. I, <laughs> uh, I, uh, let me deal with Timo Meyer. I can only deal with one. It's Timo Meyer, Eric Carlson. Let me, I can only deal with one right now, losing one right now. So um, until next time, buddy, thanks so much. Thank you. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed my conversation uh, with Patrick uh, about one Axel Sandin Pelica. Um, I would be ecstatic if the Sharks were able to um, get him and someone in the top five. Um, if something were to, you know, the Sharks were able to, to maneuver on up uh, to get Axel Sandin Pelica, I think he's going to be a special, special player. Um, so we'll see. Going to continue doing these draft profiles, especially now that we have a better idea of where the Sharks are going to be picking here after the Timo Meyer trade. So uh, especially with now a late round first in their arsenal as well. So uh, I'm going to continue to expand the draft profiles into the late first rounds early second rounds here soon. So um, thank you guys for listening. Um, make sure you guys are following me on Twitter at my fry hole. Um, you can follow on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, the show at locked on sharks uh, watch on YouTube as well. Listen, wherever you get your podcast, Apple, Amazon, uh, and Spotify and Friday, the locked on NHL will be hosting a live show from two to 4 p.m. Eastern time um, as we break down the trade deadline. I will most definitely be on there at some point to talk about whatever the Sharks end up doing. Uh, expect a 45-minute Nick Benito conversation, I guess. So um, so make sure you guys are checking out the Locked On NHL uh, YouTube live show. And, yeah, Locked On Network, your team every day. Until tomorrow, bye, friends.
When everyone is on the same page, getting things done is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that enables your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said. Done.